and welcome to this episode of Pale the Hindu's podcast that takes a deep dive into key issues. Today we are discussing the possibility of an election to the Congress Working Committee, the party's highest decision-making body, at the upcoming 85th plenary session to be held in Raipur between February 24th and February 26th. Malika Arjun Kharge was elected as the Congress president last October after he defeated his colleague and Lok Sabha member Sashi Tharoor in the presidential election. The process not only gave the Congress a non-Gandhi party chief after a gap of nearly two decades, in fact, more than two decades, but the party also witnessed an electoral contest. Will it now pave the way for a similar election to the Congress Working Committee, or CWC? According to the party constitution, 12 members are elected by the AICC delegates. That's All India Congress Committee delegates. Officially, the party says it's ready to hold an election. But there are still internal debates that are going on. The last time the CWC saw an election was in 1997 under the presidency of Sitaram Kesri. So should there be an election now to the CWC? To discuss this, we are joined by two eminent personalities. We have with us eminent historian, Professor Mridula Mukherjee, and Praveen Chakravarti, who heads the data analytics department of the Congress and was closely involved in conducting the presidential elections. Welcome to both of you. So my first question, will we see an election to the CWC this time? Praveen, let me start with you. Well, I would, uh, if you permit, I would paraphrase the question to say, should there be an election? Uh, because will uh, will lead this into the domain of speculation. Now, before I start, I want to clarify that um, all my comments today is in my personal capacity and not in uh, view of any official position that I hold in the Congress party. Now, the question of elections, internal elections in the party, um, what uh, uh, people call um, inner party democracy. I think my view is there should be no dogmatic doctrine about inner party democracy. I think everything depends on the situational context and the temporal context. Let us um, understand what the context of today's situation is. We have an election that is coming up in 2024 we the congress party has just elected a new president through the process laid out by the constitution of the congress party and this new president this new elected president will have the responsibility of leading the party in the uh, general elections of 2024 in this context what should the highest decision body of the Congress party, how should that be constituted? Now, elections to a decision-making body can have its advantages in terms of bringing in, um, say, newer people, or perhaps not, uh, because it could also favor people that have been in the party for a long time. But regardless, we have to first understand that it is important for the newly elected Congress president to be able to have a team 
that that he can rely on to lead the party in the next elections. It is precisely for this reason, considering the elections in mind, that last month in January 2023, the Bharatiya Janata Party extended the tenure of its current president until June 2024. That is signaling that they do not want to disturb the current setup until the elections. So in in that context, should the Congress party enter into another experiment with a decision, with elections to the decision-making body, uh, you know, that can potentially cause uh, divisions within the party, that can certainly cause some sort of disturbance in the party? My, um, I, I think my answer is perhaps not, considering the context in which uh, uh, we, are, we are present. The second is, the president himself has just been elected. He's been legitimately elected by a larger body, which is what we call the electoral body of nine, nearly 10,000 members. Remember, the AICC members will only be one-eighth of the electoral body that elected the president. So when a larger body has elected their president, then perhaps it is only appropriate that we let the president choose his team that he can rely on to lead the party in the next elections. You know, just taking the question from where Mr. Praveen Chakravarti left, he said that the election really depends on the context. And here the context is that, you know, the Congress party has just had an election. Uh, There is a general election in 2024. So Mr. Kharge will actually would like, uh, may like to have his own team. And if you have internal elections again, for the CWC, there may be friction, there may be bitterness. In fact, that's been an argument uh, in the past as well. Senior leaders have argued that, you know, the CWC elections may undermine the authority of the party president. And that's why since 1998, we've not seen uh, under the presidency of Mrs. Sonia Gandhi or even Rahul Gandhi, we have not seen uh, an elected CWC. What are your thoughts on this, Professor Mukherjee? Well, you know, I think that there's a certain process that's been set in motion with the election of the Congress president uh, just a few months ago. And I think there's a logic to that process. There's also a process that's been um, set forth by the Bharat Jodo Yatra. You know, there is, I think, what an attempt that is being made within the party, a certain churning, a certain change, which... uh, needs to be introduced in because obviously the old uh, system whatever it was uh, was not delivering in terms even of electoral uh, gains so i think that in my understanding this uh, process of change is happening it's happening for the good i don't think uh, we saw any disaster with the election of the congress president it went through quite smoothly things seem to be working and i think the Congress Working Committee election, you know, in any case, the structure is such that half the members are nominated. So the election is only for 13 of them out of 26. The other 13 are going to be nominated. So the president, in any case, will have the opportunity to appoint those, that core. And allowing an election, I think, rest of the uh, 13 uh, mem- uh, members, I think, 
frankly will be a very positive sign that this process which has been set into motion in a sense of a rebuilding of the party is there and it gives a good signal to people at all levels of the party structure that there is an opportunity for a free contest and everyone has to assume that a party gets strengthened by election of different uh, group representatives or different individuals representing different views maybe even factions that they need to be actually represented at the policy uh, level I, in fact i think that curbs dissidents more than keeping people out i i, I appreciate uh, mr chakravarti's argument about stability and elections coming up soon and all that but you know that has not uh, prevented as i just said the process of the election of the congress president other kind of churnings that are going on and there has been you know a commitment to holding elections at all levels now for quite some time and i think you know uh, going back on that uh, will not send a very good signal right in fact uh, those who argue in favor of an elected cwc mr chakravarti argues that you know it will send us uh, a sense of collective leadership which is so essential uh, for a political party uh, and also as professor mukherjee just pointed out that you know it also allows room for different views within a party and uh, you know what better platform than the cwc the uh, the congress working committee will actually represent all views within the party and eventually they can come to a particular view and uh, take the party forward yes um in fact uh, thank you um, i think that was quite thoughtful of uh, uh, mr mukherjee but um i if if you permit i would actually contest and challenge the premise that elections will um yield a better representation in the decision making um, body within the party um than say a nominated body in fact i would argue and this i perhaps say as a person who's who's an insider i would actually argue that it would be the other way around i would argue that elections do not ne- would not necessarily yield the representation and that in fact would be a big concern uh because of the process of elections i think that is where i would go back to what i said earlier which is i think this doctrinaire approach of any elections and any democracy is a good thing is not something that i personally believe in i think like i said everything has a context everything has a context in which it is good or it is bad the significant change from the past is we have an elected congress president today for the first time in more than two and a half decades so in that context to allow the president to be able to lead the party with a decision making body that will have representations of every section within the party rather than uh, you know rely on a certain electoral outcome internal uh, an internal electoral outcome when facing an election next year i think is perhaps not worth the experiment at at this stage so the two points that i'm making is i'm challenging the 
the the premise that an election uh, you know is is always a good thing and the second is actually i would say i would argue a represent a nominated decision making body cwc would yield better representation across various sections um of uh, people within the party than an elected one because please remember the electoral college for the cwc which is the icc members is 1/8 of the 10000 people that elected the congress president um and so so there are various electoral dynamics that that come into play when we uh, speak of elections to the cwc right but the counter argument mr chakravarty is that you know when you have an election when you have an elected president and uh, in your constitution there is a provision to have half the cwc members nominated so when it comes to representing various sections be it marginalized section women uh, you know people from the minority communities dalits all of them would then come through the nomination route people who don't necessarily may have the wherewithal to fight an election even internally whereas uh, those who are keen to contest an election and are deserving should come through the election route so that is the counter argument no in fact i am not hearing the benefits to a party from within the election very clearly from any of these arguments see one is if we acknowledge that representation is not necessarily may not necessarily be achieved then the second is what benefits does an election do um, does an election provide for the cwc at this stage for the party if it is to satisfy say desires of people to contest and to you know to put their um, nomination in the fray for a for a position in the cwc i am not so sure that should supersede the party's core objective which is to be a cohesive fighting unit under a newly elected president to face the challenge which i think should be the supreme objective for the party at this stage and hence my arguments are around this context right let me take that across to professor mukherjee professor mukherjee you said that you know election uh, and the changes that are happening in the congress you believe they are for the good and uh, you know maybe the process should continue and the congress working committee should also uh, have uh, elected members 12 of the 23 members are supposed to come through the election route and uh, the others are nominated by the congress president to take care that you know uh, people from sections which are marginalized or who are, who are not very strong are nominated by the congress president and that has how it has been since 1998 under the presidency of mrs sonia gandhi and even rahul gandhi uh, but many believe and we saw uh, there was a group called g23 you know the change seekers within the party who argued strongly in favor of uh, an elected congress working committee professor mukherjee what are your thoughts on that mr pravin chakravarty has given strong arguments against it what are your thoughts on that should there be an election or not 
No, I I had already said in the beginning that I'm in favor of holding elections to half the post because I think all the arguments about stability, etc., the Congress president having his team can be taken care of by the fact that half the seats have to be uh, are, are can be nominated anyway. So I don't think there's an argument there. The point, in fact. I was coming to that point about what, you know, the G23 phenomenon, what it represented. Uh, it's precisely, I think, to obviate, prevent the emergence of dissidents of that kind that you need elections. When you have provided people an opportunity to find a place in the decision-making bodies through an open process, then it becomes, I think, far more difficult for them to argue that their point of view is not being heard or that they've not been given an adequate opportunity and that can only strengthen the organization. I think uh, the, the whole advantage of uh, elections is that they provide that opportunity for people to have a fair playing ground, a place where they can actually come forward and contest. I am aware that often elections will reproduce existing structures because those who are in uh, entrenched in positions of power socially, politically and, and uh, uh, otherwise in society also have a capacity to win elections. Elections are not necessarily pure contests. We all know that. Nevertheless, I think given what's happened in the party also in the last couple of years or more, it is necessary, I think, to provide that space within the party structure. And let's look at the history of the Congress party, especially before independence. You know, in much more difficult circumstances with far more contentious issues at uh, stake with, the hu with hugely popular leaders from all over the country, very substantial leaders who represented very powerful groups and even factions, the election method worked, you know, and differences did get reflected and resolved through open contests. If and often, even at the AICC sessions, decisions as important as whether or not to go in for the non-cooperation movement were taken through an open voting at the AICC session. So there was no fear of people expressing their opinion. There was a confidence that the better argument will win, that the Congress party leadership would be able to persuade people across the country to a point of view which uh, the top leadership had, you know, what you call the high command uh, that emerged at that time. Gandhiji, for example, I mean, there's no doubt that often he would uh, urge decisions which were not necessarily popular decisions and win. But it was all done in these open contests and in open spaces. So I think it's very, and not by necessarily having to ensure that your point of view would be accepted because you had a group that was a captive group. You know, so I think somewhere that Ilan, which has the party has to uh, regain, it has to come out with more confidence in itself, in its own leadership, in its own cadre, in its own party, where it has to, I think, lead the way 
uh, in the country about actually showing what real democracy is all about. Today, we are facing a crisis in democracy. And one way that we argue in favor of democracy is by being democratic within. I think it will only strengthen the parties by understanding. Of course, I'm not an insider. I'm sure Mr. Chakravarti knows more. And I may well be whistling in the dark, but this is my understanding. So, uh, Mr. Chakravarti, let me take that uh, across to you. Uh, you know, you've made it very clear that you think that elections uh, need to be located within a particular context and the timing may not be appropriate at this time. You've just had an election of the Congress president and you're also facing a general election next year. But, you know, the counter argument is that if the, you know, if it is going to be all presidents, men or women, then it is going to be a eco chamber not necessarily divergent views will come uh, come out even at the highest party platform and we've seen in the recent past very strong criticism from senior leaders i mean some of them who have left people like kapil sibal and gulam nabi azad some who continue to be in the party people like anand sharma and uh, manish tiwari and prithviraj chavan you know they've spent a lifetime in the congress and they felt that uh, you know there should be elections not just to the CWC but at every level. Yes, I see. I I I want to make uh, three points. First, I really appreciate uh, uh, Professor Mukherjee's point about the history of the Congress Party and in holding elections and uh, having been uh, a strong force back then. But my counter to that would be: I think it is an extremely different context today. I think it's probably for the first time in recent decades that the Congress Party has actually faced an extremely competitive electoral marketplace, which was not the case um, uh, historically. So I think we have to understand that we are in a in a competitive marketplace, in the electoral marketplace, where the first objective is to strength have. Uh, a very strong party organization to be able to compete in this. The second is, um, I think, the uh, question of what was demanded earlier by a certain group of people and how, how applicable is that context. I think a lot of it is different now because there was, an, um, uh, there was a process to elect the Congress president. Uh, as you know, I was a big advocate of an election to the Congress president, and I was actively involved in the conduct of this election. So I think the mo- the moment we now have, so so that's a big difference. So when we start extrapolating from what, what what happened in the past, we we don't account for this change. But this change today is that there is a elected Congress president at the helm, the a first time Congress president at the helm and um, someone from outside the family. So these are extremely significant changes in the party. Third, I want to put some empirical points. One, it is not coincidental that there is no party, political party in India, that even wants to embark or think about something like this, perhaps the, 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 the left parties. But other than that, there is no political party in India today that even have, I would argue, even have a, a constitutional process to hold elections internally. And there's a reason for that. There is a re- the, the reason is what I, I described. Everyone is, you know, play, people do place, at, at least insiders, place party cohesion 
and stability at, um, at, at the top as an objective. The other empirical point that I want to point out is we just have to see what happened to the Conservative Party in the UK. The Conservative Party actually just completely disintegrated uh, and largely, I would argue, driven by an internal election process to the extent that, um, you know, um, they, are, they are trailing in the polls pretty badly. Now, I'm not, I'm not for a moment suggesting that should entirely be applicable here, but it is a lesson in the broader uh, context of inner party democracy when faced with an election that we must consider. So my, to summarize, I would say the, the, a group that, a gingerly group that may have argued for some things earlier, I think that context is very different. And even they would, uh, I know, admit that the context has changed somewhat dramatically today with an elected president. Uh, second, historically, yes, the party had, and perhaps if there was no elections, no general elections, I would be in favor of holding uh, um, elections to the to the to the CWC. So, so we have to put that context. And third, there is empirical evidence from the from the fact that you know no other political party in India, and we've seen the somewhat dire consequences of inner party elections in the UK uh, ahead of a, of a of a general election. Right. So clearly, both uh, sides have fairly strong arguments why there should or shouldn't be an election at this point in time. Thank you to my guests for taking the time out and putting forward their arguments. Thank you very much for joining in. Thank you so much.